You're listening to Tech Talk Central. Hi, this is uh, Sykes Triandafilakis for Tech Talk Central. We are here at Mobile World Congress in Barcelona. And I'm really happy to have Stefan Toal. He's the founder and CEO of Slockit. So, Stefan, tell us uh, what Slockit is. What are your products, your services? So Slocket is a project that intends to address identity and coordination over billions of devices. And the way we achieve this is by creating autonomous objects, that is, objects that own themselves. So where, where someone could use such a technology? A good use case would be, for example, in a replacement of Airbnb. So you could, for example, rent your apartment and someone would rent access to the door itself. It is the door as an object that would decide whether or not to open, as opposed to going through a third party like Airbnb, which can levy a heavy commission and furthermore can impose censorship and is not always available in every country. Our solution is truly international. Well, that's a really nice example, but um, I would guess that someone would be afraid of uh, letting the door open whenever someone wants to come in. So then people don't just walk in, um, they have to initially rent it. And that's where we use blockchain technology, which is a decentralized database of some sort, which is very secure and allows people to both rent and gain access to the door at the same time in one fell swoop, in one transaction. So it makes for easier accounting and easier auditing as well. So by using blockchain technology, someone can be secure and safe at the same time as knowing that uh, I, if I pay for uh, uh, renting a house, uh, I can then gain access by opening a door. Is that right? Right, absolutely. So it's about providing very nice user experience for the end users. So they have access to a better range of services, but on the corporate side and the service provider side, being able to benefit benefit from reduced operational cost through simplified accounting and also interaction with other services. So for example, after renting the, the house, um, the house would then be aware that someone is going to be there until say Thursday. But if you were to overextend your stay by one day, the cleaning service would automatically be notified of that and come in a little bit later. You would also only pay for the gas, water and electricity electricity or any utility you made use for only for what you used and nothing more. And we also provide a system for decentralized insurance that would enable to protect those properties from you know, potential civil liability losses and things of that nature. So correct me if I'm, I'm wrong here. So do we need all, all the devices to be smart devices? So no, um, it would be too complex and represent too much work for a small company like ours to integrate as part of every single lock, washing machine and cars available out there. What we're making available is a little um, consumer electronics product called the Ethereum computer, that's a prototype name, which interacts with the existing smart objects that are potentially already in your home. And what we hope is to find partners that will uh, integrate this technology for their products to be ready to be enabled by the sharing economy. Economy. So uh, a user, uh, a, a buyer, one of your customers would buy the whole device? Customer would buy the device um, and if they already have smart objects in their home, it would allow this device to interact with our platform and the blockchain. Oh, that's really nice. So uh, tell us more about uh, your team. Where are you based? 
So we're a German company, even though my accent betrays that I'm French and I'm actually based out of London. So London and Berlin are our two main locations. Um, we have a team of engineers um, that work on this solution, including um, uh, Lefteris Capacitas, who is now the uh, lead engineer on the Ethereum computer, as well as uh, Christian Christoph, sorry, Christoph Jens and Simon Jens, who are working uh, in the German side of things. And uh, I'm guessing that you're doing the business development, right? Um, I'm the CEO of the organization, so anything that's to do with operations and doing the coffee in the morning if necessary. <laughs> so, um, I think uh, you've won a, an award yesterday at the 4YFN. Yes, we won the uh, award for the uh, best uh, of IoT uh, at the 4YFN four years from now conference here in Barcelona. Um, it was very interesting to see that the jury was able to see the potential of the blockchain technology um, and what it enabled. And I think what really they saw is how manufacturers will go from a business model of selling products to one of services. And it's going to be very relevant to the automotive sector, to the sharing sector that we just described as well as potentially the energy sector. Well, sharing economy is, uh, is getting bigger and bigger all the time. And uh, the, uh, the automotive and energy are already big. <laughs> so I think there's plenty of room for you. Um, so what would be the, the first things that uh, Slokit uh, will be looking at in the next few months? Uh, are you looking for partners? Are you looking for uh, funding? Mm -hmm. We're looking for uh, both exposure and partners, and both come hand in hand, really. The idea is to be able to find the appropriate vendors that would have many manufacturers, potentially, or energy companies that want to enable uh, their product with blockchain technology. We're already working with RWE, which is an energy giant uh, in Germany, who are building uh, with us uh, autonomous charging station for vehicles, again, reducing their operational costs, um, as well as with Electron on the utility side of things and safe share on the insurance side of things. But we're still welcoming partners. Um, we recently announced um, a collaboration with Ubuntu Core and Samsung for the development of this consumer electronic device I just mentioned. And we're looking for, forward to more partners. Can you tell us a little bit more about the, the car you mentioned, uh, the, the partnership you had with uh, RWE? Yes. So RWE is an energy company and they realized that the two days experience for someone who owns an electric electric vehicle, sorry, is um, a pretty rotten one, really. Um, you have a myriad of different services. You need to have a different card every time you try to access a different charging station. And they're trying to unify this using blockchain to ensure that people will have a better experience going to a, a charging station and just paying for what they use, no contract involved, just pay and go, pay and and go long term and in fact we're already trialing some um, prototypes in the summer um, the ultimate version would be for the car to go over an induction base and for the car to charge itself at the traffic light so no more need to go at the pump anymore uh, the car would just continue operating until it requires maintenance and that has a, a lot of impact especially in the logistic uh, side of things that sounds uh, like your technology is, is the future right um, I would say that blockchain holds a lot of uh, promises and I hope people 
don't expect too much from it because like every other hype cycle, there's usually a disappointment phase. Um, it's important to recognize that this technology is still in very much is in, in infancy, uh, but companies like ours are suddenly at the forefront of it. Do you think uh, big banks are afraid of, uh, of that kind of technology? I think that uh, anything that is threatened by disintermediation has to either embrace decentralization in some way um, or will eventually perish. Um, this is why we're seeing banks uh, forming conglomerates such as uh, R3 uh, to build private chains, private blockchains, and try to benefit from the blockchain itself. And I think those are all very positive, actually, endeavors in the sense that uh, today we have the internet, of course, but we also have intranets. And having a private internet, an intranet, does not detract from the value of the public one. So they are all positive as long as they promote blockchain technology. So um, what are your plans for the, for the next months? Um, do you think that uh, you need to, to grow your team bigger? Uh, yes. So in the next month, uh, we're going to start a crowdfunding exercise uh, for the home automation product I referred to earlier. Um, so that's going to be very exciting for us because it's going to allow us to grow the team and hire more engineers. So if uh, anyone listening is an electronic engineer and would like to work in a cool star blockchain startup, then please do send us a line. Where, uh, where are you based? In, only in Berlin or in the UK? Uh, both. And are you looking for any other uh, R&D and uh, developer engineer uh, houses? So um, what's interesting about the crypto and blockchain environment is people tend to work remotely an awful lot. Uh, I know my previous organization, Ethereum, um, the, most of the staff was working from home decentralized. So uh, anywhere around the world, as long as we can make it work using video conferencing, we'll do. <laughs> All right, that's, that's pretty interesting because... Uh, it seems that security is a big issue and blockchain helps a lot with that. Um, previously, I interviewed uh, Kizil, which is a, a security hardware device, so you can access and have safe VPN network. Uh, and uh, what they did is with the, they had a crowdfunding campaign at Indiegogo and they were targeting for 60,000 and they managed to raise 600 thousand which is basically a proof of concept so uh, you mentioned before crowdfunding do do you seriously think that this might be a proof of concept for you and people will start being uh, consumers just by buying your product uh, from a crowdfunding campaign um, I think uh, it's important to understand that blockchain and decentralization are to a certain extent buzzwords and they, these buzzwords do not sell products. Features and benefits sell products. Well, mostly benefits, truly. Um, as a user, I would like to know why blockchain uh, makes this product or that product better, cheaper, faster, stronger, and, and nothing else. In fact, it's a bit like Facebook. Uh, people do not worry about what powers Facebook, no matter how important the technology might be. All they want is the funny cats on their <laughs> daily news feed. Um, I think it's going to be the same with blockchain technology. Technology. We need to be able to have products that present direct benefits to the user today, not in 10 years' time, even though this technology represents the future, and not bombard people with technical jargon. So, uh, I would like to thank you very much for the interview. Uh, I wish you all the best. That was uh, Stefan Tual, the founder and CEO of uh, Slocket. Um, this is Ike Striandafilakis for Tech Talk Central. Thank you for listening. Bye. 
You're listening to Tech Talk Central.